BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. why this is on me to start but okay i'm not by myself uh what's happening here okay we have sean i thought we, we were have... just doing the happy birthday brian thing i don't know <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, god please no no <laughs> all right Welcome to you have like mr. The... mr fonseca i was looking yeah. for like a ryan rosillo opening monologue by you to like just set us off yeah well, I, I, i'll I say this I'll what do you like, think about the mission wolverines welcome to 30 i'll say my, this my, my joints on. hurt you know i'm 30 yeah i'm 30 years old now so yeah. thank you for that everyone for the birthday wishes uh and even people mother effing me in the comments because apparently i'm the biggest tyler hero hater around we'll get to him later um now john zablanca exists i'm gonna <laughs> Um, I'm just gonna say this, like, this is the, this is, by the way, this floor is yours, welcome. This is the NBA show, not a heat show, an NBA show on Five Reasons Sports, where we're about to talk about Nick Saban retiring. So, Sean, what yes. do you, no, I'm kidding. Um, we have John Morant on the docket. Honestly, the football show would probably be more interesting. Uh, we have John Morant injury on the docket. Um, we have, uh. Tyler Hero, as I mentioned, and we have Steph Curry asking for changes. Wholesale. Yeah. Wholesale. Yeah, which is, I think, where we should start. We'll get to Tyler Hero later because y'all going to be here for that. Uh, Steph Curry, what was the exact tweet to me? Can you pull that up? Um, because I think with Draymond Green sort of in peril here and Golden State going sideways and the Western Conference being open and Golden State not being able to take advantage of it, feel like this is something worth getting into as it relates to what I care about and what we all care about is trade season because uh, they could be trade partners with a whole bunch of different teams because of the young guys that they have that they're not utilizing to their ability. And on top of that, the <laughs> trade deadline is on February 9th, which is a month away. So, so Tim, Steph, do you have the tweet? Um, I, I copy and paste it with Steph. It's basically, uh, you know, with a month left to go to 
the trade deadline, do you feel like the team needs to prove to the front office that we should stay together? And Curry said, and I quote, it's pretty evident that the things say the same. That's the definition of insanity, right? Keep doing the same thing, but expecting different results. That's the first time Curry has came out that blatantly saying something needs to be done. It's always has been, we are chumps, we'll get it done. But the man basically said, Definitely insanity. Nothing is working. No rotation is working. Uh, you know, and 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 I'm sadly I call this maybe on our third or fourth episode. Um, even though I'm a Bahamian homer, um, Clay is cooked. Uh, for some reason, Wiggins and Kuminga cannot coexist on the floor. Um, Draymond seems to not be able to stop hitting people, and Chris Paul. I mean, he. I don't think he's lost a step. He is injured again, and also the team is really small enough as it is. Like, you get super small putting Chris Paul on the, on the floor with Curry and Wiggins at the four. So, yeah, um, you know, the, all the rumors have been flying around. Um, but there's one thing that like, people, I think people need to remember. Shams did say the Warriors do not want to take on salary. So you're not going to see the Levine and the Murray thing more. The Siakams, you know. Um, they want to... They, they paid almost a billion dollars in luxury tax in the last three three years. So not going to do that if they break up the call. <laughs> Diego leaves a funny comment. He said the fans got nothing to cheer about. Sean, uh, what is the most interesting thing to you about this? Well, I think dynasties like that, they go down hard, and they're going through it right now. And I think Golden State, like Timmy has said, um, they have the opportunity to pivot, and it could be – a short pivot, you know, I, they're not going to win the championship this year. They're, they might make the playoffs. They might make the play in. They might make a little noise, but I, I don't know what they do, but I don't think you can sit on your hands and do the loyalty thing and pat clay and Draymond on their backs and say, thank you for the good times. You need to sit down and have a conversation with them privately. And then you got to do what's best for you. And what that, in my opinion is, is you find a way to get out of Draymond, you find a way to get out of Clay, especially if uh, you know Timmy is right about him wanting to get paid this summer. If you're not committing to do that, send him out. And if you're able to recoup some things, if you're able to get some value for guys like Kaminga and Moody, if you think that they're not it, do it now. Package them with those guys. I think Podzinski has shown that he is a better prospect for sure than Moody, and I think Moody is going to be value to somebody. But you can't just sit there and watch, you know, kind of that that uh, that meme of, you know, everything's okay and the fire is all around the room. I mean, Manny can probably throw it up on the screen. Manny has it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that can't be your path. And uh, it's not fair to Steph to do that either. So I think they're going to be active. They're going to find things. Chris Paul is the other one that you can move off of. But uh, got to do something. And like Sean said, Chris Paul is a super expiring. Like, you could get that guy and okay. just wave him. So this is where I want to go with Tony. Tony, I'm going to throw some contracts at you. Chris Paul is 30.8 this year, 30 million next year, not fully guaranteed. Uh, Draymond Green, 22, 24, 26, 27.7. So you got four more years of that. Um, you have Jonathan Kaminga, who is 6 and 7.6. Both team options, he's gonna ride that out and then maybe get an extension we'll see what happens uh clay thompson who has been mentioned already 43 million dollar expiring good luck trying to find a suitor for that and then you have andrew wiggins 24 26.2 28.2 player option 
one million. And with that, oh, and Moses Moody, since we talked about him, 3.9, 5.8. Tony, um, what do you do with that? <laughs> if you're looking at this roster up and down, because I, I there, there's another situation, there's another scenario we could pivot to, but they're not going to do it. And I feel like it'd be the easier one, but they're not going to do it. Not the trade Steph scenario. Right. For, here, for hero Caleb in a first and <laughs> no, I'm not saying that, but it's not it's not even Steph, but I think wouldn't you kind because they're so tax screwed, wouldn't you entertain just blowing it up and starting from scratch altogether? Like, can you reasonably do that around Steph Curry now? Just shuffling, reshuffling these parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, first of all, they're paying tax no matter what it's just not there's no way out of it they have too many guys and i don't think you can move them all in one season the clear one to me right now look at this and to sean's point i agree i thought they should have moved draymond last season uh but now you have him under contract and you're paying surprised they extended him too and and he's a guy that honestly could play a bench role later in his career if he wanted to he still gives you spot he still gives you energy uh that's what i love about moody so much on their team is that he comes in and and he's a spark plug for them but it got it has to start with Chris Paul. He's not filling the role you wanted him to. Uh, he, he's not providing the impact you want from the bench unit. The bench unit can barely find uh, impact anywhere. Uh, they have to play with starters just to make it make sense. Like when Kaminga plays with the starters, it actually looks really good. Uh, him and Pods and Pods being the initiator with the ball. I think that's the method. That's the method to me. You just play it out with Podzinski being your point guard, quote unquote. You let Steph continue to come off of Draymond screens and, and they can run that split action all day if they want to. And they can get really traditional with a pick and roll set. Um, and then figuring out what they want to do with Clay is the next move. I, I think Draymond's there to stay. I'm sure he's willing to sacrifice and do whatever he needs to do to be on that team. Um, but it's it, Chris first and then Clay Thompson and figure the rest of it out as you go. Uh, but they got to figure out a way to get Kaminga to stay on the floor in the closing minutes. I think if you're going to challenge Steve Kerr as a coach this year, that's been a huge one. I don't understand why that guy keeps getting pulled. Makes no freaking sense. He'll he'll stabilize the entire team for two quarters in the end of a game, and then they just he's out last eight minutes. We won't see him. I could just imagine Draymond Green with like the Knicks Heat or Lakers before the end of his career. It wouldn't be the oh. same. <laughs> it would be terrible. It'd be watching. It'd be watching Deadman. Um. Yeah. There's a lot here, and the the Warriors also like they have too many teams that they have to leapfrog at this point. So they're 17 and 20. They're 12th in the West. We're gonna get to the Tyler Hero stuff in a second because man, y'all are fighting on social media. We really. Um. We got one comment here, Adam Gleason. Gleason or Glisson? Let me know in the comments. Um, how true are the rumors about the heat being in under DeJounte Murray? We'll get to that in a little bit. But the short answer is, mm, we'll see. Um, <laughs> the 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 Golden State Warriors are 17 and 20. The Jazz are ahead of them, the Rockets, the Lakers, the Suns, the Mavericks, the Pelicans, the Kings, Clippers, Nuggets, Thunder, Timberwolves. Like this is Houston. a lot there. Yeah. Um, Houston, they're realistically and, playing. Like they're only ahead of Memphis, Portland, and San Antonio. And Memphis, they're screwed now because Jaws out for the season. That's a, actually a perfect segue to the next topic. Yeah, uh, Jaws out for the season. Um, and Portland's not great. And then Spurs, and then Marcus Smart is also injured right now. And the Spurs and Blazers both Six suck. Eight. The Blazers are losing by infinity right now. What happened, Sean? What's going on? 
I'd like to throw out a potential Draymond trade for you. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Imagine a place where Draymond could go that would provide the most entertaining value for all of us. Not Mm. the people, not maybe not the team, but a place where he can get frustrated and provide entertainment for us. I'm sending Draymond and Wiggins to Philly. Yeah. Philly wants to win. They need to add people. They need talent. They need guys that experience winning. And look what Philly could send their expiring poo-poo platter of Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, Robert Covington, and Furkan Korkmaz. Korkmaz would Finally, please. Please trade that man. He's wanted to play basketball for like five years and hasn't had a chance. All those poo-poo expirings, and that makes the math go. You're just going to have to eat four years of tax in Philly. Are they willing to do it? You don't even give up basically any talent, and Golden State gets out of all those contracts. I don't know. You might have to add a first-round pick or something here or there, but I'm with it because when Embiid crawls into his little shell in the playoffs and Draymond jumps on his pod that night live from Broad Street, it's going to be great for everybody. You heard it here first on Floor is Yours. If this ever ever crosses – Daryl Morey's uh, radar, he's going to challenge you to a math duel. I don't think he's going to waste what they hope is going to be cap space on Draymond and Andrew Wiggins. But yeah, boy, that would be entertaining to see Draymond and, if, if and he Joel Embiid be teammates. If Morey went through all of this to blow his $74 million cap space on Draymond, P.U. Clay for Barnes plus filler. Harrison so, Barnes? I do think that Clay wants to stay in Cali. You know, his dad grew him up in L.A. He played for Golden State his entire life. I think Clay wants to stay in the West Coast. Van Lee comments, Knicks are nicking tonight. Yes, so they much are. Knicks glazing since uh, many years. I love I would, it. What I would say to you, Van Lee, is this. As long as Isaiah Hartenstein hits his overs, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Yes. Actually, yes. <laughs> Rebounding overs, right? Rebounding over, uh, rebounding and PRA preferred. Yes, let's go. Let's um, go. okay. Pete. So, and uh, yeah, Manny points out that I'm wearing a Met. I'm from Queens, bro. Like, I'm, the, the Mets are my team. Like, that's that's my squad. That's the only squad I get emotional. Clay, Clay in Seriously. Sacramento for a Kevin Herter swap and salary? Question mark. Harrison Barnes. Yes. Uh, so I don't know why I've never thought about that. I would love to see Clay in, in, on the Kings. Yep. Actually, it's the one that makes sense to me. I don't think the Kings are as close as people want them to be. But they think they are. Mm. That's, that's, why they, that's a they beautiful think, counterpoint. They think beautiful they are. Seriously. Joel that's why they were so close to Siakam. <laughs> if, if Siakam said he was going to sign an extension, he would have been a king from Friday night. Yeah. Adil was like this close. And then Hartenstein Siakam, first half fantasy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, we're going to get to just, – just real quick on the injury front because we did bring up John Moran. So we, we've we lost Jay, John Moran for the season. Marcus Smart is yep. out for six weeks. Tyrese Halliburton's out. Minimum uh, of three weeks, I think. Yeah, because he's going to get reevaluated at some point. you got um, Franz Wagner, who we'll see, but he's out for a bit with an ankle. And you have Cade Cunningham, who – We'll be reevaluated in seven days. Injured, yeah, yeah. So it's like you just got injuries all over the place, and I bring that up to say, and also by the way, Jimmy Butler, um, Yahoo I'm, Fantasy I'm, says I'm, says might be Sunday or Monday that he. Well, the weird thing is on Sunday. I'm pretty sure Jimmy is playing. Okay. 
that 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 would be that would be uh that would be nice to see uh, that team get some rhythm. So, so he's not playing on Monday, Brian. Not to interrupt you. What did we already talk about? Where is he not going to play on Monday? In Brooklyn. That's why we're not going to the game. We're not wasting our money on no Jamal Cain masterclass. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. He'll, he'll play Sunday, and then Monday it'll be it, Jamal Cain will be starting. Is it Monday? I'm okay for you guys. Right. Yeah, and I really hope know. he doesn't sell that game. That'd be that'd suck. Oh, there's gonna be games on the afternoon that day. All right, so um, let's we're good on the injury front. I don't think we need to, unless somebody has something to add. Like, did you cry when the John Morant news broke? Because I almost did. Because I've been, I have him on my fantasy team in our league, and I've been waiting on him, and he came back and he was spectacular, and now he's gone, like South Park. I just had, I just feel like he he had one mission this season, which is the dunk on Wemby, and after that happened, he was like, okay, I'm good. I love I'm it. Good. They had one opportunity to tank their way to a lottery pick, which was the best move they could have did. And they took it just in a very roundabout way. <laughs> it's just the roundabout way to take it, but this works. The most interesting thing to me is what happens to Marcus Smart now, who will now be injured through the trade deadline. Yeah, but I say you got traded before. I don't think anybody does that. I think you have to flip him. Um, well, no, he'd be back by like late February. Given yeah, but they time. suck. You got to trade him. They suck. That. I personally don't think you should have. You need to have job smart and Bane. Like the sense of this problem now, when you have five or six of your best players all at six two, six three, six four. Mm-hmm. You have Ja, you have Desmond Bain, you have Jaron Jackson Jr. They're not. Going Did they anywhere. end up Marcus cutting Smart's Lofton? TV. Is Lofton still there? Yes, Lofton, Lofton is in Philly now. He's in Philly. Okay, so the, I mean, way, yeah, and they yeah. also cut Bismarck. They got Bismarck last night. Yeah, so he's, he's in Philly, which means Philly will get rid of him, and then the Heat will pick him up two years later, and he'll be as good as Haywood Highsmith is now. Right. Possibly. Sean, Sean would you fun. trade for Marcus Smart? If you, were, if you were a contender, would you look to trade for him? He's out how many weeks? Like six weeks, six. right? Six that's that's mm-hmm. basically two weeks after the deadline. He'll be back in time for the playoff stretch. Like how, um, this season. He has three years left on this deal, though. This and they, is not gave up two, they gave up two firsts for him. He has he has three years left. Two after this one, he has eighteen or so million this year. Eighteen point eight, I believe, is the number. Then it goes to twenty, and then about twenty one, twenty two. And he's one of those guys you think is like thirty four, but he's actually like twenty nine. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, if I'm Memphis, I trade him. If I'm a contender, I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't. I don't know about those years. I just. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's a guy that will continue to be good, but I think by the end of that contract, it's going to be. You're going to have regret. Sounds. We got some he, he is who Pat Bev thinks he is. We got some Tom. We got some comments on this. Comments. Um, I was gonna say Timmy because someone commented Timmy. You know, uh, say let's the Marcus Smart stay hurt like the rest of our entire roster. Um, speaking on behalf of Heat fans, he is. Um, well, there's that Joel Hidalgo. I like Smart for Lowry straight up. Oh, financially, I think you're about ten million dollars short. Um, I I don't think Memphis. Would I mean if you want to get off the years that badly, but that that doesn't make a ton of sense to me. But I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Sean vehemently disagrees. Um <laughs> no. Uh Diego Torres, damaged goods, referring to Marcus Smart. I'm not going that far. Um and Van Lee says Smart is stuck. That injury is bad timing. He was playing well. Uh Salas D asked me, what did I do on my birthday? Um there will be a little, boulder. There there will be a little bit of a – I did get a haircut before. There will be a little bit of a party uh, this weekend uh, over here. 
But as far as what I did, I just legit just chilled, played video games, and I went out to dinner. It was great. Um, all right, let's get into Tyler Hero. So, the most Last polarizing, <laughs> the most polarizing player. <laughs> Tony has a drink. Um, all I'm gonna say is this: like, I there was there was one sequence that I that kind of like I was like, oh, that's not great, but. You know, I I don't think much has changed. I think people who love Tyler Hero love him. People who hate Tyler Hero hate him. People who are whatever on him are going to be whatever on him. Very mad. Yeah, like, it, it, you know, and for me, the whole thing is just like, we'll see in the playoffs. Like, that's kind of where I'm at with this at this point. Like, we'll see in the playoffs. Like, he he didn't get the chance to prove it last year because he broke his hand immediately. (laughs) And we were kind of looking to see oh maybe he's gonna do something in the playoffs and this year it's like you know it's up it's down it's up it's down literally it's a seesaw the last few games and i just think you know we are where we are and that's that's really it you know i i don't i i think people who hate him hate him people who don't don't and it is what it is this show is sponsored by better help What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Tony, this is your boy. Defend him. I'm I'm tired of defending him. I Look, (laughs) the defense... The defense is he not giving you reasons? Is he not giving you reasons? Okay. Yeah, the reason. Look, the reasons. Yeah, when he was not out there, and Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo were trying to make offense happen by themselves, and we were losing games by four points, he was desperately needed. And now that he's out there, and the other highest minute getters are Nikola Jovic, uh, Bam Adebayo, 
uh, Jaime Jaquez and Haywood Highsmith, I think to myself, man, Jimmy Butler is really needed. This is a playoff constructed team. He is the third best player on this basketball team that is a contender. And I dare you to find me one team whose third best player isn't in trade rumors or can't be upgraded or isn't doing what a team would want him to do. This is the discourse about everybody's guy who's the irrational shooter, the spacer for the starting unit, the dude who can run run maybe some second unit offense. Everybody thinks he should just be a second unit guy. At the end of the day, you're not going to get the Tyler Hero context until you get to the destination where Tyler Hero has a chance to actually thrive, which is with a healthy roster, with defenders around him, and ideally with another fucking shooter showing up in the goddamn game that's not Haywood Highsmith because he didn't get any respect towards the end of the match, even though he hit five threes. They didn't care about him shooting. They let him keep shooting. And Duncan gave them nothing from a spacing standpoint last night. So he got doubled the entire game. And he had to play high usage. And you know what? It doesn't look good because he's not that guy. But he is the third best guy. (laughs) And when he has the third or fourth best defender, shit looks kind of okay. And he's necessary for the construction. You know what I said at halftime when we had 69 points to my girlfriend? I think we're going to lose this one. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say no, nice. No, 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 no. <laughs> Shut up, though. That's a good one. <laughs> if I had the amount of wine I had today prepping for this pod, maybe I would have. I feel bad because, Tony, that was great. I, wow. think, I thought you made excellent points. Good content. I thought you made excellent points. I have one, follow- I have one follow-up question. Yeah. One follow-up question. Do you feel like... He could afford to be as inefficient as he's been on twos in particular while not getting to the rim enough. Because I don't think he's getting to the rim enough again. Which, I, whoever's fault that is, spacing, whatever, but like that the results are the results. I don't think Do you think matters. that's something that can improve. I, it can. I'm t- I mean, you can look at his game all up and down. He's got spaces to improve everywhere. Um, I don't think it matters if Jimmy's getting to the rim. I don't think it matters if he's creating foul opportunities for your team. I don't think it matters. So it goes back to needing to see the team. You need all of them. (laughs) This construction (laughs) is not good enough to win when people don't play (laughs) against good teams. You need all of them. They're doing a system thing. They're doing a plan of attack. You score 69 points and a half. That's not the way the Heat win games. They weren't built to do that, and they weren't built to make innuendos. Sean, let me throw this at you. Um, <laughs> the comments are funny. Uh, Sean, let me throw this at you. Um, just where, where, one, where are you at with this? And two, I'll get to two as a follow-up in a second. But one, where are you at with this? So as Tony said, I, see, I saw it in the comments also. Tyler's just not a number one. And I, and I was just on playback with Ethan talking about the same exact question this is not who he is. You know, he can go be Jordan Poole on the Wizards and he'll put up up and down stats and whatever. He'd be good on fantasy, not for, your field, goal per- not for your field goal percentage, but he would be, you know, he can do that. But He'd on a good team, he is a two or a three or maybe a four if you're really, really good. And that's okay. But like Tony said, this team is built to be whole with Jimmy out there to defend, to create that rim pressure. Tyler's shooting 50% of his shots in the mid-range. People want to call him Duncan, catch and shoot, this and that. That's not true. It's just it's literally just not factually true. He can't be Duncan. Duncan is elite at what he does. He gets to the mid-range. Some people don't like that short mid-range, that little floater. 
I mean, to say he's a four or a five or a six, the guy's scoring 25 points a game. Like, let's let's relax. But when he's elevated into that spot where he has to be the number one, it's also, in my opinion, it's an indictment on Bam. Bam's not going to be the number one either. So you're elevating everyone's role up at least one, you know, kind of step in the ladder. And those guys aren't built to do that. It shows you how important Jimmy is, which is also part of your long-term build. And even when Jaime steps up, then, you know, like it's Haywood stepped up. Duncan wasn't good last night. You're missing other guys. It, it makes you question the pieces, but you also have to keep in mind that that's a really good team on the other side of you last night. And about getting to the rim, and then I'll let you, if you're going to do your second question, maybe I rambled on too much, but getting to the rim last night, you had big-ass Chet waiting for you. I don't know if anybody's ever seen big-ass Chet in person. I was sitting at Aria and uh, okay. Summer League in Vegas at a blackjack table, and Chet walked past me. And and Chet was having a good time. I was having a good time, too. But he's a <laughs> he is a big dude, man. I'm not going to the rim on him. Like, he is a large athletic freak. So to get mad about last night, why didn't he shoot more shots at the rim? Why didn't he get more free throw? Shoot, because he's not going to get that shot up on Chet. It's a turnover. It's a missed shot on the scoreboard, but it's a turnover. So I, I, I'm not too upset about it, but – and I know you want to say be patient, but when are we ever going to be healthy? You know, is, is it ever going to happen? I want to throw this to Timmy uh, in a second. Let me point out a couple of things. One, uh, speaking of Chet, him and the Oklahoma City Thunder are currently live minus 58 and a half against the Portland Trailblazers. So if you want, if you want them to cover the 60, <laughs> you could bet that right now because they're busting <laughs> – Portland's ass, 129 to 70. Uh, and also, we got a couple funny comments. Let me shout a couple out. We actually have one on screen right now. Can we put that back up? Actually, Thomas Osborne's comment. He is a three with a three-level scoring superstar. And by three, I assume you mean like third option, not a mm. small forward, because that's how we've been talking about this. So thank you, Thomas. Uh, three with a three-level scoring superstar, uh, number one. And Jimmy isn't that. So it comes back to roster construction. I mean, this is why Damian Lillard, speaking of Portland, would have made a lot of sense. Um, Timmy, it just feels like to me Except that reality, buddy. Yeah, this is this to me. This is just, and then we have some other comments. Anthony says, "Not one, not two, not three. <laughs> well done. Um, Diego Torres says, "Is three, four, which is kind of where I'm at. Um, but I, I think this is where Timmy. I want to throw this to you. Like, this is kind of why they need to add another maybe shot creator." At the deadline or something along those lines, is this if this is a roster construction thing? Almost as if, not. almost as if you can't just trade the only shot creator you have to get another shot creator because it creates the same problem. Maybe well, there is one. There is one shot creator you could trade, and I would. If you're talking about the old guy, whoa, <laughs> before whoa, whoa, hold on. Larry, hold Larry, on. Larry, 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 Larry. Oh, that's not who I was talking oh, about. I think you're talking about Caleb. I'm like, he can go. Oh, I definitely think that, um, there's um too much duplication on this roster. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're playing Triple J, basically the Mexican Jimmy, um, Josh is gonna get some minutes. I'm glad you threw Jimmy at the end of that. He's a I Mexican the sentence was gonna end right there. No, 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 no. Of course, of course. It would have been a fact that way, you know. <laughs> no, we basically we basically have Jimmy and Mexican Jimmy. That's if, if healthy, you have. Both sides, you have the American and Mexican Jimmy. You're yeah. gonna play Josh. Um, you're gonna get a turn of his favorite player who is not a point guard, 
playing some minutes. Kevin Nicole Jovic, yes. Um, I definitely think you're not gonna pay. You're not gonna pay Caleb. I don't think so. Either. Um, shout out to Royal. You 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 can't trade your. Who's been fighting for his life today? By the way, <laughs> you cannot you cannot trade your um career unless you get a much better one. Um, and I think there are levers, there are ways for you to add another player to this team. And like Brian, Brian and Tony have suggested, you, you trade Caleb. Um, but before I, I just there's something I, I mean, Brian has talked about last summer. I wanted to ask Tony and Sean. I personally would have traded Tyler Hero for OG. And forever, it's worth the Knicks are like 5 0. They're now like have the highest plus minus ever created. And it's going to tail off. I just want to know Sean and Tony. They'll probably be five and one after tonight, by the way. I'm losing my 14. Oh, they're, they're, they're getting blown to smithereens. But you guys have done that. Hero and I mean, Hero for OG and someone else. Allah or RJ and quickly type of deal. I mean, if I'm looking back at it, Tony's going to say no because of the shot creation. I mean, but when, you added in a couple other players there at the end, and now we can talk about it. Yeah, it would be OG and the God, I guess. I'll, Gary I Trent. Yeah, KTJ. Gary, I mean, basically, it'll been it'll been OG and Gary Trent for Hero. They're not. They're not. But the thing is, they're not. I. I just. I'm at a point where I don't think. I think Tyler's surviving this trade deadline too. Shout out to y'all. Don't ever let Sean talk on this show, man. He's coming for your title. <laughs> like he's just he's just surviving. But go ahead, Sean. I compared him on playback a little bit ago with Ethan to uh, the cockroach. You know, like after the atomic bomb, he just crawls right back out. He's like, "What the fuck happened?" Huh? Mm-hmm. I, it's, I'm joking. Uh, no, but you know what? If I look back at that, if you're getting those two guys, because Trent Jr. gives you kind of that six-man shot creator type that Irra- – Irrational confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I think you would do – that would have been in the summertime? Yeah. Yeah, I think if you look back at it, you probably do that. Obviously, post, you know, not getting Dame and et cetera. Um, yeah, it's – there's just so many different ways that we can go, you know, in terms of trade, like they're not going to punt on the season. Don't get me wrong, but like, you got to start thinking about how do you want to assemble this moving forward, especially considering Jaime. I think that's the piece that's that changes piece. has changed the trajectory. That's, trajectory. that's actually why I have optimism this season. Like that boy. Good. And, and to the point about Caleb, I actually don't think it's Jaime. I think it's Highsmith is the one that makes Caleb more expendable now. Even though Jaime is part of that, and even though Jovic may be part of that I think he is too. I was going to say that. I think it's mostly Highsmith because you know when it boils down to things, Spoh's going to lean defense, and that's what Haywood's going to provide. Yeah, We know we had Eastern Conference Caleb, but Eastern Conference Caleb is sitting on the bench a lot in street clothes. So I think you try to get out of him knowing you're not going to sign him. Would you rather pay Haywood Highsmith an extension for less than for half of what Caleb yes, is going to get? Yes, yes. yes. I, I don't think they're go- I, like. There's a chance yes. they don't extend him either, but I feel like it's more likely you extend Haywood Highsmith. No, I think yeah. I think um um I would do that without blinking, like immediately. So so okay so because here's here's where I'm getting here's where I'm getting at with this roster in particular before we wrap up, and it's like you just you have a lot of wings. And you barely have any shot creators. This is the imbalance that we're talking about here, right? So Jaime Jaquez, we he's a stud, right? He's a top three rookie, whatever. He's a wing. You have Duncan Robinson, who's in the wing spot. He's obviously your shooter. He, you know, tailed off a little bit, but like he we know what Duncan Robinson does, and we know that he's a better version of who he has been, right? So we have that. We have Jimmy Butler, who is obviously like a supreme 
one of the best wings in the league when he plays. He just hasn't really played that much. Um, there's Haywood Highsmith. We know what he does defensively. And you still have Josh Richardson, who I didn't mention, who is on the roster, right? Like, you have all these dudes, and I'm kind of looking at Caleb Martin, and it's like, you're the one that's in line for the big contract now because Haywood Highsmith is not going to get a big contract even if he gets an extension. So this is why I think you need to use Caleb, unfortunately, to get a guard. Um, Lowry's expiring, but, like, he's kind of not been bad this year. I mean, he hasn't been awesome, but, like, he's been okay. But you clearly need somebody else there. Um, they're trying out with RJ Hampton. I think that's more of a long-term thing. I don't think that's a this year thing. Like Caleb wasn't Caleb right away. The next year is when he really popped. And I think that's where we're at right now. So Caleb Martin, I mean, he's kind of the one, even after that Eastern conference finals, it's, he's somebody who I think they're going to, they're going to have to look and see what their options are. He is basically the, the the culture player that le- you know every summer we've got there's been a culture player that breaks hearts then leaves then the Heat don't really care because they have the replacement in the top and, and I think Heat fans need to start thinking of it as the norm instead of a fluke like we could let the world think it's a fluke but you guys watch this year after year after year you cannot believe in the spogoat and believe in all this culture but then have a aneurysm every time they let somebody go. Like you, you, you. That's you. You, you, you're giving yourself hard, um, hard problems. Can we throw up a bunch of comments before we get out of here? There's apparently some funny ones because y'all were laughing. What happened, Sean? Uh, no, I was giving Timmy a hard time. I said his new nickname is Freeze Pop. He was assisting was, somebody opening a Freeze Pop. That was an expert dad maneuver. <laughs> I recognize it very well. I didn't even notice it. Um, Ernesto Castellano says, "Let Lowry expire, and you could resign everyone." I don't think that's how it's well, you got to well, remember. T- so t- someone said that yesterday, and I don't know if that really moves me later. If you let Larry expire, you can keep Caleb and you can just sign a mid-level PG. But these guys who... Second apron. Who basically, one, and then two, those guys who really move the needle are not going to settle for like eight, nine million. You don't get a tires. You don't get the type of guys for eight, nine million. So just letting Larry expire is still capping yourself both ways, capping yourself in talent and in, in the cap. You you if you let Larry expire, you've you you throw away a huge level and getting a talent upgrade. In you my got, opinion. You got the same players much, much cheaper that do the same thing for the roster and the half court offense with the starting lineup. So hey, send Kyle to Philly in that trade too. It's three team now. We're bringing Tobias to Miami. We're building that trade out. This is really good. I really Tobias like Tobias over me? Over <laughs> me? They can have that conversation every day. On the basketball court. Tobias and Mobamba for eternal. Just the bless says Terry for Kalo, a first and a second. Then Hero for Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney Smith and one first and one swap. This is some trade machine shit. First and a second. There's a lot going on there, but thank you for the comment. Um Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon cannot pass a physical. He's failed two physicals (laughs) in the last two years. I'm sorry. I like the rookie. I like that guy. He's a very adept speaker. He was a rookie uh-huh. year, but he cannot pass a physical between Rafael, the elbow and Drew, the body. Drew Smith can't get onto a basketball court. So I mean, what you know? <laughs> Rafael, Rafael Ramirez is Donovan Mitchell with a couple of hundred emojis. I will did say you see that. that boy did in France today? I have him on one of my fantasy teams. I was very happy with uh, with his work. Yes. Um, 
The French haven't seen a victory that dominating since, you know what? The World Cup. No, actually, they lost to Argentina. They made it to the finals, though. Yeah, that sucks. Adios, Brian. (laughs) Got him. Got him. Oh, man. Manny, throw up some more comments. Let's keep it going. We don't need Brian. We have enough. We have enough. Caruso, or is he too expensive? I think the market price is too expensive for Caruso. I'm not paying that much for (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's go the minimum me. two first. Nope. Yeah, go get me Tyus Jones. Brian, I'm passing the ball back up to you. You can reverse it however you want. My prediction is that they just play out. They, they probably do something small, and then they play out the season. And then next summer, it'll be like, okay, what happens with Tyler Hero unless he balls out in the playoffs? Which heard that before. We'll see. Yeah, Reggie, I, uh, Reggie Bullock as a as a buyout is going to be great. Need you guys. Crazy Bullock. PJ Tucker might get bought out at this Before before we go, I just like to say I do think Murray will be the best player trader at the deadline after all the fireworks. DeJounte? I think he would be the like out of all the players, I think he would be the best traded. By the way, Pascal Siakam might have a word. Here here's the only thing I want to say about that, real quick. Everyone seems to be a seller. Everybody's selling. I or everyone seems to be a buyer and there's no sellers. Yeah. So every year we do this, we're like, Oh my God, this player, this player, this player, this player, somebody has to buy them. Well, and somebody has to sell those players. I just don't see where. I think the Nets are, are going to be a lot of movement. Well, here's, well, here's what I was going to say, Tony. There's a lot of teams. I, I, there's a lot of teams that are trying to reshuffle. Yeah. I think Golden State wants to that. reimagine their roster. Golden State wants to reimagine their roster. Brooklyn, to some degree, wants to reimagine like some parts of their roster. I don't think it's Mikhail. I don't think it, we'll see with Nick Claxton because there's a contract situation there. But I think they they'll figure that one out because Nick Claxton is actually pretty good. And then you know, yes, people are going to try to raid the Pistons. There's Monty Morris. There's Bogdanovich. There's I mean James Wiseman if you're interested in him. Um, Joe, Rat- Joe, Joe Harris. Joe Harris, the Raptors are probably going to do something else. But even else. the Pistons, really quick, why? What do they have to gain unless it's first-round picks? But do you feel like any of those guys are that? Well, basically, you've won, like, what, two games in three months? You have to do something. It's working. No, well, it's but- working. The plan is working. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just, but there's – but you know what, though? There's also the other side of, like, hey, um, Cade is somebody. And – how do you make life easier for him? They're doing everything in their power to make life harder for that dude if you watch them play. So are you are they a, are they a Zach Levine team? That's another name that we haven't talked about. Like I don't know what happens with Zach Levine, but look, I said it before. I was like, that's one of the most overrated players in the league, and his contract is terrible. And I don't know why people are talking about throwing the house for Zach Levine. It's not happening. I wouldn't want Zach Tyler's Levine on my Wednesday men's league. I wouldn't want him on my team. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, Sean, they hate Tyler's decision making. <laughs> I wouldn't see Tyler on my team either. <laughs> just wait. I like to shoot the ball, so I'm just. <laughs> uh, Joe Juber Pajada says, "Are the Heat gonna re-sign Jimmy? They don't need to. He's 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 got three more years, and he also says Dennis Schroeder. I really like Dennis Schroeder. Dennis like Schroeder. Dennis. Dennis Schroeder would actually like." If you want to talk about, I think Dennis Schroeder should go to a good team that wants to compete because I think that dude is like, he he can be pretty dynamic coming off the bench. Uh, Ernesto says, with new CBA teams, there will be sellers. Teams want to get off long-term money, which brings us to Zach Levine, That's which brings us though, to, you know, it's... 
Yeah, I mean, there's Zach Levine. I, I wonder if that affects anything with Memphis and Marcus Smart, as we talked about earlier. Um, the Knicks got off RJ Barrett, and they're going to re-sign OG Ananubi. So there's that. Like, there's 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 a lot of shit going on there. Also, I think to OG, I think it expiring guys that they can extend at new salary numbers that are more friendly to second apron, you know, implications that stuff's going to go, you're going to see a lot more of that. So expiring dudes might be really valuable right now. But not Caleb Martin because he there's duplication there. Yeah. I think we're good. <laughs> Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.